0: Thank you for being part of River Valley Church. Whether you're in person or online, you are part of our church. And I want to point out three words to you, of, in, and with. We believe this. You can be part of the church in person or online. You're saying, that's the church I go to. I'm part of that church. We believe that you're in the church when you get involved in life groups and in serving. Even if you're not where one of our campuses are, you can be in the church by saying, I'm stepping it up, I'm giving, I'm serving, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting together, you're doing something, whether it's digital or in person, but there's another level that says, I'm with the church, I'm with the mission, I'm on mission. Like, you could send me to be one of the 500, even if I'm watching digitally, I'm gonna be a kingdom builder, I'm with the church on the mission. And so we're glad that you're of, in, and with, and we're praying you'll progress online and in person. Don't use the excuse of, I'm only here, let's keep moving forward. Now, I wanna say this, it's never been harder for this generation to pastor because we have some people in the building, some people outside, some people that are outside that wanna be in, some people that are outside that don't wanna be in. I want you to understand, I really believe there are three different congregations. We should have been meeting all along. It's about time, do it safe. And then there's others that are like, I'm not sure when uh, I'm coming back. I may never. And I understand that. And I want you to know that we love everyone. We consider you part of our church. We are not condemning. We're so grateful for technology that allows those that are sick, that allows those that are vulnerable, that allows those that are uncomfortable, or even can't make it because of distance to still be part of our church. We celebrate inside. We celebrate outside because we are on mission together. We ask for your prayers as we lead and navigate in this time. I don't want us to judge motives. I don't want us to be angry with each other. I want us to be loving and forgiving and definitely not air it out on social media. Now, a friend of mine, Scott Hagan, he's president at North Central University. Um, He did a word play on Romans 14, verse 3, and he changed the word meet, M-E-A-T to M-E-E-T, because... There's some controversy. I want you to hear this, and I think we'll have it on the screen here. The one who eats meat, notice that it's meat, like meeting together. I know it's a word play. Stay with it. The one who eats meat must not treat with contempt the one who does not eat meat, and the one who does not eat meat must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. And you get the point. Paul was writing to the church, and he was saying, some of you are eating this meat, some of you have these dietary rules, and you guys are judging these guys, and these guys are, ju- and he's saying, hey, there's, there's room for us to just move forward, and you guys can do that, you guys can do that. Let's, let's not make the church ugly over meat. And I would say today, like Scott is saying, let's not make the church ugly over meat, Let's not do that. Let's celebrate. And, and what he was saying here, and I'll read it, what he says. He said, over the coming weeks, do not show judgment or contempt toward your brothers and sisters. Some will begin to gather, while others will wait. Honor the wisdom and discernment of each pastor and the choices they make. Let's not divide the church over meat. Couldn't agree more. So let's move forward. Some will meet, some will wait to meet, some will never be able to meet because of the distance that is there or the sickness or something that is there. Let's thank God that we all can be part of this body together. Now, I wanna just say this, that as we get together and some of our campuses are starting to meet together now, why do we meet together? And you're saying, well, I'm online, I'm not, I I wanna explain to you what's going on and why the dynamic. So first of all, the church was never closed. You cannot close the church, okay? But there's something that we're able to do, which is to meet together. And I would even pray this for those of you that are a long distance away to say, I'd love to meet up someday. I thought of this, that one of our missionaries was telling me that he led someone to the Lord in a country where this person could die for serving Jesus, and he gave him a location, the the person gave him a location in the middle of the desert, and he said, we met there. He goes, I was afraid he was gonna kill me. He was afraid I was gonna kill him, And, and we met, and we realized we're brothers in Christ, and there was something about meeting. So even if you're a long way away, we'd love for you to join us and be able to do that. Again, if it's not possible, no condemnation. We're not gonna split the church over meat but there's something about meeting together. when we come together, the Bible says in Hebrews 10, 24, and 25, it says, "'And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching.'" saying here, like, let's not give up meeting together. Like, let's not stop meeting as a church. And this word that is used together is the church being together. It's only used in one other spot. And it implies this, that we're part of the church universal. We're part of the church in heaven and on earth. And when we come together, when that's possible, something dynamic is happening that doesn't happen anywhere else on earth. There's a coming together that, really illustrates what's happening in heaven here on earth, and it's a beautiful thing. God's given this to us as a gift that while heaven is praising his name, earth can praise his name, and when the church comes together, there's a heaven and earth dynamic that is taking place that is absolutely beautiful. It's given as a gift. It's not an inconvenience. Some of us are saying, hey, I love my Sundays Uh, watching. I can zoom in, zoom out. I get it. I get it. But this is a gift that God has given to us to unite with heaven. Let's not forsake that ability for those of us that have it. And as you're comfortable, we'll come back in. And as we, do you get the point? When we're there, there's something that happens. There's an ability to spur one another on. I can see what's going on in someone's life. I can perceive that. I can't see who's watching us online. But there's something about being around someone and you're able to spur one another on. Just, Just being there says, I made the effort, I'm here, I'm in on this, and it spurs one another onto good works. It spurs us into, like, I like what God's doing. Sometimes you go to a restaurant and you see there's so few people there, you're like, I don't know if I want to eat there. Man, when people see us there, they see, hey, there's something going on there. The, the physical effort shows that commitment. 1 John four twelve says this, no one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. It seems abrupt that he would say, no one has ever seen God, but he's saying this, when we love one another, when we are in this together, the world sees it and they take notice of it. There's something going on. It's like we've made our relationship with God Facebook official or with effort official. You get the point. And there's an ability that they see these good works and they glorify God. I think about this, Matthew talks about that, which is, I just quoted it. It says, let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And I'm praying that our good works that are out there, when we come together as a body, it, it, it supersizes the good works. Every deed is good, whether it's small or big. But when we come together, it's like it supersizes it and it causes the world to pay attention to things like, boxes of hope and things that we could do because we come together as a body. I believe this, that Ephesians talks about, Ephesians 5 talks about, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Remember, I talked last week about there's a from and a to, like, don't be drunk, but be filled with, so from and to. And he says, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Man, part of coming together as a congregation is worshiping and singing, and there's something about that dynamic. And as much as I've enjoyed online, and for those of you that are doing online, it, it, I don't know if you sing in your home or not. I, we kind of did. It. Sometimes it felt right, sometimes it felt awkward. We just. But when I'm in the church together, gathered together, man, I sing and praise God. And I know that we're very worried about COVID and projecting. Does that make it worse? I'm telling you, that's for choirs, okay? Most people don't sing like, and if you do, scale it back, okay? Scale it back a little bit. We know who you are. God can hear you. There's something about singing together as a congregation that is a soul-refreshing dynamic that happens. The Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, there's a soul-refreshing dynamic. That's what people have been longing for. That's what missionaries that are unable to worship together that have been sent out on mission, when they come back to our church, they weep in the presence of God because there is a soul-refreshing dynamic that happens there. And so I'm praying that we'll take advantage of that. We won't do what they say: no chanting, no responsive readings, no choir. So all canceled. We'll just do singing, and we'll do singing with like an indoor voice. Okay? So we won't. Okay, we'll do that. Man, this is an atmosphere there where the gifts of the Spirit are flowing. I'm reminded of 2 Kings 3:15 when Elisha says, "Like I want to prophesy, bring in somebody who's skillful to play." so the presence of God can fill this place. There's something about a singing dynamic when we come together. And I'm praying whether we come together or not, whether you're vulnerable, whether you're distant, or however it is, whether you're uncomfortable. Again, no condemnation. We are not going to split the church over meat. We're not going to do that. But we're going to take advantage of what God has given to us, the ability to come together, to spur one another on, to have the singing, to show that we love one another that we're not hiding out behind the screen on purpose. We are going to come together. So when you're comfortable, come back to meet. When you're able to, whether you're vulnerable or not, join in, join in, stay safe. If you're distant, I want you to know this, you are part of our church and we remain open to the visit at any time. I want us to pray for this, that we will realize with all this that coming together in the church is not the goal. Coming together in the building is not the goal. Being on mission is the goal. We will be refreshed. We will be recharged when we come together, but it's a coming together to go back out. It's not like finally we've got it. We are coming together to go back out. So church, I pray this over you right now. And I want to speak this over you. Lord, whether we're far away or whether we're in the church right now, building, it's just a building, whether we're far away or in that building, Lord, I pray that your presence would be with us. We would be on mission. We are not just part of, we are in, we are with. And as we use all the things we've been given, help us to be empowered to be on mission for you. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen and amen.